Hello, welcome to the World Cafe Podcast. This podcast has been designed with curated content that centers on the power of words. Can we really do anything without speaking? Can we really do anything without the agency of words? Yes, that is what this podcast is all about. And I am your host, Amakri Isoboye, your neighborhood word trader. I believe in the power of words, for it is the unit of creation. I trade in words to profit my world. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good everything. Wonderful. How are you all doing? Beautiful. I believe I'm doing fine. Great, 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 great. Good to be back, you know, into the space. You know how we say it when we come into the space. This is where we come to lean on one another's experience to forge a positive path. That is what the word cafe is all about. We just come in like, you know, we're grabbing a cup of coffee or something and all that. And we're just talking and, you know, sharing moments and encouraging one another. So what do we have today? You're seeing it on the screen. The biology princess. Ah, yes. First of all, it's a lady that I'm bringing on the set. And you're wondering, what has biology got to do with the word cafe? Well, this individual is somebody who has embraced, you know, her, would I say, her life's purpose within the space of, yes, academia, as in she loves books, she loves reading, she, she, she loves creating. We could call her, you know, some, within the space of Watson and Creek, if you know that name, those that elucidated the DNA structure. She's somebody like that, you know, and amazing story she has. And honestly, I just told myself, I can't help it but to bring her here for her to share her story with us. Enough of my talking. I want to see her like you want to see her. Her name is Wamaka Akodiete. That is Dr. Let me bring her on now. And where is she? There she is. <laughs> hi, Amaka. Hi, hi. How are you? I'm good. I'm fine. Welcome to the World Cafe Live Show. So, I mean, you're wondering... Who, who who is this guy talking about? Is he talking about me? Well... <laughs> All right, you're welcome. So, what's it like where you are? What's it like? What's the weather like? It's summer. It's, today is, is okay. Not too hot, not too cold. But All we've right. been having the heat wave in the past week. But it's That's cold the UK. Today. That's the, yes, UK, the UK in the UK. Yes. Yeah, yes. beautiful. Well, it's well. I think they call it climate change and all that that we're going to adapt so who is this one Maka Akwadiete? who is she let's get to meet her okay um Wamaka is a girl who loves jesus exclusively i'm a wife a mother of three children i'm somebody's daughter i'm a sister and i'm a friend to a few people <laughs> Um, primarily um, also a medical and molecular entomologist now that's Whoa. the fancy way of describing I like somebody that, I like that word or that's that line medical and molecular entomologist oh please break it down for us 
Yes, that's just a fancy word for describing somebody who studies uh, medically important insects using cutting-edge technology in molecular biology. Whoa. Yeah. So when, you say medi- when you say medically important insects, mm-hmm. you know, somebody hearing that were like, I don't get you. You mean we have insects that are medically important, as in they have economic value. Can you, can you just expatriate on that? So they are medically important because they transmit diseases. So like mm. your mosquitoes, which are the main focus of my work. Okay. They are very important because they transmit malaria. For instance, that's just one of the, the diseases mosquitoes transmit. And malaria... So they, transmit, they, they have other diseases they transmit too, apart oh, from yeah. malaria. Oh, yeah. They're both, yeah, a host of other diseases, depending on the mosquito species. And this kills about 0.5 million people around the world mm. every year, according to the WHO. So that makes them really important. Beautiful. So in a nutshell, somebody will look at you and say, why would such a beautiful lady go do something that is quote-unquote, embrace something that is boring as it were? Tell us, why molecular biology? Ah, well, (laughs) uh, why biology? Now, God orchestrated my entrance into biology through the um, admission systems in Nigeria. That's candid. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was me from secondary school, wanting to study medicine. And I got mm-hmm. into animal and environmental biology via basic. But that turned out to be a blessing. Great blessing. Mm-hmm. I'll talk about that on this firm. In AB, the, the game plan for me was to get a high CGPA um, in year one and then switch to medicine. Mm. But then I met inspirational teachers. Inspirational teachers. My department was blessed, is still blessed with great teachers like mm. the late Professor Emeritus Okiwelu like mm. Professor Lali, the outgoing uh, Vice-Chancellor, Dr. Dr. Luchan, Dukata, all of them, they were inspirational. That's, they got that's, me interested... That's uni, Uniport, correct? In University of Port Harcourt, AEB Department. These guys right. got me interested in biology, so much so that when I finished my first degree, that was all I wanted to do, mm-hmm. really. And a particular mention for me, somebody who really shone the light for me was the, the first guy I called his name. He's late now. He died last year. Mm-hmm. He was a selfless teacher. He was like a beacon of, of light. This man had a flair for teaching. He, i just give a quick example. He would organize um, what we call like um, an MCQ. So he would line up 50 insects in the lab and then have us go pass through them and then come back and and want us to to, to give like a full repertoire, a report of all we've observed. So he made the cause to come alive. And so I stopped seeing spiders, arachnids and cockroaches. I started seeing this insect as things that had... um, that were important 
I started seeing them in the light of, you know, their food chain, in the light of how they interacted with the human host or animal host. And he made all of that come alive. You know, wow. we Nigeria is a society where there are few courses that are projected, you know, few mm. options. And yeah. so when you're in secondary school, you either want to be a doctor or an engineer or an accountant. Mm. But these guys opened the world of opportunities. They showed me that there was so much I could be. There were so many streams. There were so many options. There were so many mm. issues that, you know, I could apply myself to and make a success out of it. And, you know, that was it. When I finished, uh, um, I finished at the top of my class. I was a BGS. Okay. In 2008 sets. You know, when I came back home, my mom asked me, okay, so are we going back to do medicine? I'm like, nah, I'm just going to give myself one year of youth service to think about that. And by the mm. end of youth service, I had gotten a master's form in Uniben to, to go and study biology. Mm. You know, so, so basically I got into biology accidentally, okay? okay, not intentionally, but I'm grateful for mentors. I'm grateful for teachers who understood their role, you know, that they were bridges, they were yeah. in lights, and they lighted the path for me. And Beautiful. for me, I know that God placed them in my path. God awesome. placed these teachers in my path. And my story, I mean, anywhere I talk about anything I'm doing, I have to talk about my mm. teachers because they were really instrumental. Where I sat, you know, I'm in the UK now and you know, if you interact with um, um, kids in secondary school, they know so much. They know the range of options available to them. We have right. students coming from secondary school, coming in to study zoology. They, they chose it, mm. you know, because yeah. they were aware that that was an option. Students come to study um, anatomy. They come to study uh, music by choice. You yeah. know, they were not into it because yeah. the plethora of opportunities are open to them and so they can ask themselves you know what speaks to them and they go ahead and study so for me that's how i got into uh, into biology i came Beautiful. in accidentally but then i met role models in fact i mm. was so captivated back then in nifes uh, nigerian fellowship of evangelical students, evangelical students. And people who thought i was studying medicine really because of the way I was reading, studying, you know, and a lot of my friends, anybody who knew me, knew a lot about zoology because I started mm. telling them how broad it is. You know, remember then I'll have lots of conversations with Eto and I'll be like, you see, the medical people, they are studying just one species, mm-hmm. but in, in, in zoology, we are studying thousands of species of animals. You know, I started looking like an academic back from undergraduates. That was a testament to the quality of teachers that I had. They were really great. And I'm grateful. Beautiful. Listening to you now, what I I hear you say is, I got into this accidentally, but in that, should I say, space, 
I became intentional with the help of teachers. And that's, a, that's, a, that's amazing, you know, when we somewhat disregard the roles of teachers, you know, they, 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 they are like gatekeepers, not like they are gatekeepers. And when they see potentials and they see that this person, this is what I see in this person, they kind of invest themselves you know, into that person. And that's what I hear you say, you know, the roles of teachers in guiding and forming and helping us identify who we really are and, I mean, where we're going. So, so beautiful. Now, in discovering yourself, you know, what has it been like, your challenges within this uh, environment over this, should I say, 10 plus years in practicing what you're practicing, I mean, doing now? Can you share with us your challenges? Hmm. Challenges. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to say none because uh, the challenges have been building blocks. So okay. um, academia is challenging. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think... Um, I'll just flow like this. Just let me flow. Okay. I'll probably talk about the yeah, go challenge. Ahead. So go, go, post go ahead. graduation. <laughs> post graduation, I realized several things about myself. I realized at the end of my undergrad that I had a very strong appetite for research. Mm-hmm. Right. And that led me to like like I had mentioned, picking up a master's form during my youth service from mm-hmm. Uniben, and I did a master's there. Whilst I was doing that program, um, I came to Uniport to collect my transcript, and um, I saw an advert for a job at the University of Harcourt, and I picked mm-hmm. it up, you know, and indicated interest to my department. And then again, these teachers, people I don't know from Adam, you mm-hmm. know, they thought... Especially this guy I talked about, who is now late, is is I'll just call him my academic father. He thought as though he knew me from anywhere. He fought so much to make sure I got an interview. The interview went well, and then there was all the back and forth with the university and tribal mm. sentiments. And mm. then he fought a lot more, and then I got into that system. So now that was supposed to be a challenge, getting a job after uni. Mm-hmm. But then God had placed men. Okay, he had placed men in my path. And, you know, of course, there was the aspect of me preparing for the interview, um, publishing uh, my work, getting on with my master's program. Or the burden was not on me because God had sent help. Now, something else I'd like to point out is during the space of my um, academic life, from masters, I did two masters, by the way, at the same time, mm. because while I was in Uniben, I got on this job in Unisport, and it was a specialist role, so I needed to do another masters for that job, okay. and so I started on it, and then mm. I didn't want to waste the time I had spent with the previous one in Uniben, so I was doing a masters in Uniport. And another master's in, in, in Uniben, and I had a baby. Let, let, let me understand. Let, 
let me understand what you're saying is like you're you're operating in alternate universe now you are in, you're doing masters in Unibenders University of uh, Benin and you're doing another yeah. at a University of Port Harcourt at the same time yes I don't understand yeah how did how did you combine that and you had the child I mean by that period I, I believe you were you got married and you had a child also oh yes Yes, so I had a baby, baby. The balancing <laughs> act. I, w- I want to hear the balancing act. Go ahead. Exactly, yeah. So, um, being a woman in science, in academia, that is something that um, you would have to deal with. It's one challenge you have to deal with. But mm. I think for me, the the key thing is, one, like I said, God placed me in the right environment. I had the right people. I couldn't overemphasize it really i had people god god has blessed me with people you know so they understood i i told them what was going on in fact they knew i was in uniben already before the job came so they knew i had that going on and they gave the permission so that was the first step i got the approval to do both at the same time of course i was allowed to travel when i needed to but it was grinding work like I um there there are so many things I stay having time for recently. I recently joined Instagram. I am mm. really on Facebook. Mm. I may not know any social gathering or mm. my life has been triangular for a very long time. You know, church, book, family, church, book, family. So it could be a lonely space to be in. But the good side is in that academic world, there is a whole community. Yeah. So most people on my phone list are vice chancellors, professors. Mm -hmm. There is that you have your own community. Yeah. But it will be different from those of your contemporaries. So you may not be in the same circles as everybody around you. But it's a beautiful com- community. You know, the academic community, com- community is such that it's um, altruistic. Mm. It's, it's an altruistic community. What I mean by that is that academia is a field where you put in so much intellectually, your time, your efforts. And in Nigeria, really, mm. your resources. And the pay is not commensurate. It's small. So mm. what keeps people in there is the passion for the subject, mm. mm-hmm. that community, that impact you're making. For instance, yeah. today there is the malaria vaccine. So yeah. the, the the academia may not retire with so much money in their bank accounts, an academic person, but they mm-hmm. retire with a legacy. They retire with a backlog of um, impacts, you know, things you have, problems you have solved, things you have helped um, diminish, things you have helped, Mm. um, the bridges you have built, really. So, and that's a whole community of its own. Okay, talking about challenges too, in the midst of all of that, um, I went on to do a PhD. So I was in Uniport and it was great. I had a great community. It was a great job, secured um, mm. job. But I wanted more. Okay. Um, I wanted more out of life. 
and uh, truthfully god uh, placed a desire in my heart to move i've always been a christian who wants to maximize calvary mm. everything that god has in store for me i want to be that Mm-hmm. And I'm also grateful to have a husband who is more ambitious than I am of mm-hmm. my future. My my husband is like so sort of like relax. I've tried, as in here I am. Let's just give glory to God. But mm-hmm. also I know, like after like one year, he has still stoking fires. And I'm like, okay, so what about this? What about that? What about this? let me just so he doesn't let me. Um, it relax or to say okay this is great you mm-hmm. know i mean being a lecturer in, in uniport would have been wonderful you know i would take care of my kids have a steady income teach my yeah. students that would have been fine but god keeps um, putting that urge that um mm. A vision, I'll call it, that there yeah. is more. And primarily, too, to be honest, um, the time, I was a bit uncomfortable with the time that it takes to complete a degree in Nigeria. For instance, mm. currently on strike. And um, um, research, I looked at my mentors and they are very dedicated people. Yeah. The lecturers that I, I work with, but mm. you see them towards retirement. There's a lot they wish they could do that they're not able to do because to of do. the the limits uh, our society is limited. I'm, I'm yeah. sorry to say that, but that's the truth. You don't, and you don't, I'm you don't have to be. Truth. You don't have to be yeah. sorry. That's the truth. A lot of limitations. Yeah. So I didn't want to be limited, and so I pushed ahead and stay applying for scholarship in 2013. Mm. I applied for about 50 to 60. Mm. I just kept sending in applications, sending, sending, sending around, sending around, and two came through. Two came through. And I want to talk talk, talk about one because I think it might help somebody out there. Go ahead. Um, I got a scholarship with um, Shlom Beje. That's uh, okay. an oil company. I, yeah. I know they have a presence in mm. Nigeria. Yeah. And they are, I mean, this is an engineering firm. They are basically they're basically calling for STEM, you know, science, technology, mm. engineering, and math. Yeah. You know, I read through everything they had there and it looked as though I didn't fit in, you know, biology, entomology, mosquitoes, where does it fit in? I was going to push it aside and the Holy Spirit told me wait a minute you know pick it up again I picked it up again and he began to show me how my project my research Mm. project fit into what they were doing Mm. okay and I started looking at you know the how the environmental changes in Nigeria in our waterways you know, we yeah. have lots of stagnant waterways because mm-hmm. of uh, management of waste. How mm-hmm. all of that man-made changes creates more habitat for these mosquitoes. You know, they are immature yeah. stages in water. Yeah. 
you know, and I pushed with that story. In fact, they were very excited. I think that was like, I was one of their first um, entomologists, you know, I checked through mm. their historical uh, awards. I was like one of the first people they gave an award in entomology because that's not really their field. Mm. You know, but God showed me how it fits in, you know, and I put that together, got interviewed and, you know, it came through, you know, so Beautiful. when I tell people that, ah, I'm a Slumberger fellow, it's like, how, how <laughs> did you, Slumberger oil company, mosquitoes, how, how mm. does that fit in? But mm. then that, that is a testimony or um, being led by God's spirit being yeah. yielded allowing yourself to you know when the holy spirit possesses you mm-hmm. you become another person yeah. like your thoughts you think his thoughts god cannot pick up anything there is no situation there's nothing god picks up and he can't handle or can't open up or yeah. there is no riddle god, god cannot solve so true when you approach life uh, God has helped me to approach my academics in that way. I, I'm going to keep talking about God, 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 because I received immense help. You know, I have... What I see about my story is that God placed me in an obscure field, mm-hmm. okay? A field that is not um, out there. And then the lights of God in me is lighting it up. Beautiful. You 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 and you just you just said something now that will uh I'll break you, I'll stop you there for a bit because I know you are just excited. You know the way you're talking. If I let you, you just keep talking, and it's not a problem about that. I'm enjoying every bit of your story, you know. But you 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 just described for a minute someone who who believes in deep work, what we describe as deep work. You know, you're not there, like on social media. These things are not sexy, as we call them. You know, you you, 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 you are always within, you know, you're in that cocoon. You're building, you're building, you're building, you're building. But one stroke that you give out there is like, we have a million stars. They're just brighten up the whole room and all that that is what you just i mean described about yourself and that's what i am seeing when you said god took you into that somewhat obscured environment so that he could unearth your light in that environment and also let people see the beauty in this obscurity is like calling light out of darkness you know just like what we read in genesis about the creation calling light out of the dark that's what i just see there and it is beautiful amazing journey you you've had i mean all these years now enough of the challenges can we hear your success story as in one thing you, when, when you sit down and you close your eyes and you think about how this happened, I mean, it gives you this mm, butterfly in your tummy kind of feeling. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Do you ever wish you could sit in on a conversation with some of your favorite authors and listen to them talk about their writing process, their path to publication, and of course, their newest novels? 
Hi, I'm Marissa Meyer, best-selling author of The Lunar Chronicles, and I would love for you to check out the Happy Writer podcast, where every week I talk with other writers about books, craft, inspiration, and how to bring a little more joy into our lives. The Happy Writer is available wherever you get your podcasts, or find us on Instagram at Happy Writer Podcast. Uh, okay, I'm going to highlight it, but I think it's the entire journey from okay. being here today, talking to mm-hmm. you, mm-hmm. and you know the reason why is that to some extent God has put glory on my life. So success story. I told you I was BGS mm. in my undergrad, best yeah. graduating student. That was high for me. I got to shake President Good Luck, Ibele Jonathan. By the did you way, wash, he's an, did you an alumni. Your, did you wash your hands after <laughs> then? <laughs> By the way, he's an alumni from my department. Do you know that? I, I know, I know, I know. I know oh, that story. Okay. So shaking him was wonderful. But that's that's yeah. one. I, I got two scholarships to do my PhD. That's a success Amazing. story. Amazing. Um, I did my PhD. I had two babies in the course of my PhD. And I finished it in good time. And awesome. before the ink could dry up on my PhD, I got a job. Mm. A great job. Competitive mm. job here in the, in the UK. Again, mm-hmm. another tweet uh, about God's uh, God's ways. Mm-hmm. It's not something you could stay back 10 years ago to see that mm-hmm. I'll be working in, in Kew University, United Kingdom, as mm-hmm. a research associate in the mm-hmm. UK, training, mm-hmm. I train um, researchers in six African countries. Mm. You, I, 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 I hold um, biostats classes where I train just from six African countries. Now, this is not something you can see. It's not something you can dream because there's really no textbook. There's no yeah. template. It's just, as I kept working with God and believing and working hard at every point. So it's like, um, what happens to you when you climb a tree you know mm-hmm. if you are if you're on the ground and you move um two feet higher your view is different you move more the view is different when you get to the top of the skyscraper mm-hmm. your view is so different from yeah you know when you when you are down there yeah um another success story really is my family i've got three kids mm. um there's this thing about women in academia it looks as though it has to be an opportunity cost mm. you know for you to become a professor or a known academic person you probably yeah. will not have a family or i mean there has to be something missing but mm. for me and i'll say it's primarily because of the grace of god really. Beautiful. And the people that in my life, I, I do have it all. Yeah, I do have it all. Why do I say so? First of all, I have him, and I have the other things that my heart wants. I have my kids. I have my husband. I have my family. 
God yeah. is teaching me every day how to balance. I have my ministry, which is mm. very dear to my heart. I have opportunities. In fact, that's something that I find exciting that he's teaching me to see the platforms that he gives to me as opportunities, you know, for mm-hmm. the gospel. I mean, yeah. recently I sat in the same space with a global acclaimed footballer and I was mm. talking about mosquitoes. You know, these mm. are not things I saw. It's not something you say, okay, I have five-year goal or whatever, whatever, I'll become this. It's just yeah. basically being dead to the Holy Spirit and pushing and making every day count. I remember yeah. at some point in my PhD when I was writing up, there was one word the Holy Spirit gave to me. There was a point that was really, really difficult. My last chapter, my um, the person that was guiding me through the work, it wasn't his specialty. We had to mm-hmm. depend on somebody somewhere um, outside of the institution. So that bit was a bit challenging. But I would sit back and I would pray about it. And the Holy Spirit would tell me, keep making progress. Like keep yeah. making progress, keep make, keep pushing from one step to the other, and I write to up to a point where, you know, he will just open up, you know, something that looks so intricate and complex. Mm. He will just open it up like a flash in my mm. mind, and I'll quickly just begin to type or just so mm. I don't lose the flow of that yeah. understanding. Yeah. You know, God has really been there, and for 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 me, that's those are my success stories. Beautiful. You, know, um, you would call me um, an emerging science leader. Mm. I have about seven publications that have been cited. Currently, um, mm. have a PhD students, mm. and I'm thirty-six. <laughs> So the future is <laughs> the future Beautiful. is right. I mean, your 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 story is so inspiring, as an in inspiring. You, you kept on repeating those words. He led me. He led me. Clearly showing where your strength lies. It, it, it doesn't lie in your intelligence. It doesn't lie in your brain as it were but it i mean it's with him him here is god you just rely on him and he has led you in so many amazing ways bringing you to places that seemingly seemingly if you if they allow you to like okay get there yourself it will be impossible and all on the back of mosquito Mm, yeah (laughs) You understand yeah. all on the back of mosquito, something that is Bible, so, tri- the Bible so trivial. Yeah. My story is more like the Bible will say that's why the excellency is of God, He it's chooses God. The, the foolish things so that the excellency will be of Him. And by the way, mosquito is not trivial, guys. We've been discussing with Wamaka Akodiete, she is a doctor for your information. Don't mind me calling her that way. You know, we've been talking about her success story, challenges within the sphere of, uh, you know, the academia. And uh, I call her the biology princess. You know, she's into molecular biology and what have you. And you will agree with me listening to her story. It is amazing. So inspiring. Showing you that God can take those things that 
seemingly are obscured, you know, and throw light to the world for us to see that, yes, these things also matter. Amazing. I know you are very busy. You've taken this time out to come do this with us. And we are great, 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 so grateful. But I have one last question for you before I let you go. When you look at what you're doing presently and uh, what we have in our society, what do you have to say to encourage the young girl out there? I am particular about that. What do you have to say? Okay, so um, first thing is believe in yourself. Okay? Yep. Seek mentors. So you, you've heard my story. Mm-hmm. If I were to say it all over again, I'm going to say it the way I've said it. Mentorship was key to my success story. Mm. And I've had great mentors. And I'm doing my bit really for the next uh, generation. I'm also into mentoring. Mm-hmm. I work with some um, secondary school pupils here in the UK. There's Beautiful. this um, club where we're trying to bridge the gap um, from disadvantaged communities to, to get mm. them into schools like Oxford and Cambridge. Mm. You know, I do a lot of work with that. So mentorship is key. People need to see, you know, from where you are, see an image of who you could become. Yeah. That really helps. Because Beautiful. if you can't see the likelihood of becoming it is very difficult. But once you can see, once you can visualize, mm. you know, that possibility, then the, the rate of success is very high. Beautiful. And of course, um, hard work. Hard work. Um, the the slay queen of today really should be queens that slay with their brains. Mm. Um, if, you, if you read through scriptures, the Bible is clear that male, female, he made them in his image. Image. So God has made you with loads of potentials. So you've got to believe in yourself, apply yourself to those mm. gifting and talents mm. that God mm. has you know, for you. And another thing I would add to it is as a lady, a Christian lady, it's also important who you get married to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because um, incompatibility, if you, you get married to somebody who cannot see, who is not seen, where the vision is not similar, mm. the likelihood of your dream being drowned or God's purpose for your life being drowned is very high. Yeah. So, you mean, if you're not married yet, it's important that you seek the Lord and insist, really, Mm. on getting married to somebody whose vision you share and who can see um, the hand of God in your life because truly the hand of God is on the lives of all of his children. There yeah. is no child of God that God doesn't have a purpose for. It may True. be different from mine or the next person, but I am 100% sure that God has a different plan for your life. God wants to use your life for something. And mm. most times when we see what he does in scriptures, the purpose for our lives 
is beyond ourselves. Yeah. It's beyond um, the things you can do for yourself. God usually puts a mandate for your life for things that mm. only He can, only He can help you walk into. True. And so you have to make sure your spouse is in that light. And then lastly, having the Holy Ghost residence in you as God, mm. a Christian mm. or a young person, is the most powerful thing on earth. Somebody who is yielded to the Holy Ghost is unstoppable, really. Yeah. I, there are no closed doors. Mm. No closed doors. Once, once I arrive at the door, God is going to show me where the key is. I have walked yeah. into things that people have thought is it's not for you, it's not for them, it's not for people that mm. look like you. Okay, so beyond being a woman thriving in academia in the UK, you see, I'm black, I'm carrying dreads. That's mm. usually a challenge beyond your sex. So, mm. but not with the Holy Ghost, not with the Holy Ghost, really. When you have him in you, every barriers go down and you get to leave the miraculous, you get to leave at your optimum you get to do and be all that he wants you to be um i know it is not what you asked but i said on this forum that i'm going to be thanking certain people i've talked about my teachers go on i'm going to thank you to um mentors On the spiritual side of things, I I, yeah. I remember people like um, um, Daddy Vic, you know. Yeah. Remember people like Pastor Seal, yeah. who God used. These men, I I, I call these two particularly because God used them, especially Pastor Steele, to call mm. forth, you know, they. They help me see these things mm. I'm talking about in scriptures. Mm-hmm. They help me see who I was, you know. They put like the mirror of God's word in front of me. Yeah. You know, see it. See, see who you are. See who you can become. Mm. You know, and God helped me to translate that, to, to, to take that understanding to my career and apply it, you know, Beautiful. in it. So I want to thank them. And lastly, I want to thank my parents. I come from what you call a regular, average, working family background. Mm-hmm. Um, neither of my parents have university education, but they were very particular. They were hardworking people and they had a vision, particularly my mom. My mom wanted so much for us and she worked so hard, so hard mm-hmm. to ensure that you know we would not be limited by the things that limited her. And I am grateful to them, you know, for giving me a better life than, you know, we had. Beautiful. Wonderful, guys. You, 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 you will agree with me. This is appreciation. Somebody coming to say thank you to people who have God has used in so many ways in shaping, directing, leading her into her destiny and fulfilling purpose. Amazing. She's not in any way ungrateful, but 
grateful, you know, and honestly, I just love this. You know, when, when she said the slay queens of today should be those who are slain with their brains, whoa, mic dropping statement, if I must say. So it's not enough you want to be a slay queen, but listen, you can use your brain to slay. Amazing. Thank you so much, guys. I am so grateful having Dr. Wamaka Akodiete with us in the studio today to share her story. I know this story will inspire so many out there, you know, but we have to go, you know, what it's like, you know, whenever we come into this space, we don't know where time goes. Somehow we, time just disappears because we just want to continue. Yeah. I mean, talking and talking and talking, but thank you so, so much. Thank you. Thank you for this opportunity. And we, we want to extend our heartfelt gratitude to your immediate family, your husband and your children. You know, when I got in touch with him to like, uh, where is your wife? I need I need her to come on this show. He was like, mm, I'll make it happen. And somehow, I mean, we're here. I'm grateful. Tell him a very big thank you for me. I appreciate this moment. Mm, but we have to go now guys you know how we say it when we come into this space we come to lean on one another's experience and forge a positive path till we come your way again bye for now Amaka, what do you have to say um it's been lovely to be here so live your best life <laughs> thank you thank you Oh, yeah, beautiful. Before we sign off, I just want to encourage you. Yeah, it's been a wonderful time. And also, I'd like to hear from you your feedback. You know, you've been listening to the World Cafe podcast. I would love to hear from you the feedback. If you have any questions, yeah, you go ahead and ask those questions you can reach me at my email address amakri garibaldi at gmail.com amakri is a-m-a-c-h-r-o-e-g-a-r-i-b-a-l-d-i at gmail.com yeah and uh, we'll get back you know how we do it on the show thank you Hearts and time it has been with you on the Word Cafe podcast today. Thank you for being there. You can catch me up on my social media handles, Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, all at Amakri Isoboye. Also, you can get copies of my books, A Cocktail of Words, The Color of Words, and my HR notebook on Amazon and on Robin Heights online bookstores. You can also subscribe to my YouTube page, at the same address. Yes, till we see you again. Bye for now.